wasn't scared of anyone. Not at all, sadly. It's because you were with the scariest bitch in town. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's Halloween. Halloweeny. I guess technically this drops the day after Halloween, but Thank close you. enough. <laughs> <laughs> we dressed up for Halloween last night, so. Yeah. We should have recorded this in costume. We should have, and then we could have done a screenshot to post it. Yeah, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's still remnants of my blood on my face, so. Yes, you look like you're in disease and famine times. Please stop that. I am not diseased. <laughs> I just, just have some fake blood on my face, okay? Hopefully my foundation and concealer will cover this up later. You could be diseased um, man that you're going to be. Yes, apparently I'm going to be the only one dressing up tonight, and I am very upset. We're going to be inside. It's not like we're going to a party. We may as well have been inside last night. I mean, it was all right. It wasn't like the bestest. We got a lot of steps in. We saw our friends that we hadn't seen for four months. So Yeah, that part was nice. Yeah. Um, but I think we should have stayed at the first bar. Yeah, but there was enough place to sit at that bar, and there were too many of us, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like it was awkward, because we were, like, at the bar, then our backs are to the other two or three people that are behind us. But that bar was the best one that we went to. Yes, it was. I feel like we should have just gone inside of Rowdy Tiger and seen what was happening. I said that. They didn't want to. That's okay. That spiced wine was like really good once it like cooled down. Yeah, it was good. I don't know why he was making it so hot. Yeah, I he probably had it sitting like on a hot plate, so it just stays that hot. I guess. I feel like it needs a temperature, like turn it down. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it would have been like not I think I think it'll be nicer like in the colder months yeah like I would drink that at home just like sitting watching tv or like in front yeah. of yeah yeah it was I good think we've done more liquor than wine for a, a bar crawl yeah because the other thing was a beer yeah like it had a shot with it but it essentially was a beer yeah they didn't like go together you couldn't like order both of those specials and I feel like your stomach would be messed up you have wine and a shot yeah I think we made a great decision and the fireball paired well with that spiced wine yeah yeah the spice and the the heat (laughs) all went together so it was good to like take that shot and then sip on the wine yeah that was was a huge shot though like our fireball shot compared to their um what they get like Jameson or something Uh uh-huh yeah huge yeah and then he didn't charge us for, what did he your, not charge us for? Your drink, your ginger beer and uh, whatever. That's the second time that's happened to me this week. Me and Martha went to get Mexican on Tuesday for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And the guy did not charge 
me for because I told him I would pay for the drinks and the queso because that for her birthday treat. Yeah. And he did not put the queso on the ticket. I was wondering if the bartender last night remembered that your drink was like an actual drink and not fireball because when he he like he came over before he put in our ticket and was like what shots did y'all get and like pointed at my empty glass and your ginger beer glass and I said fireball and then he went and put it in the thing but then didn't put the ginger beer one in there so I was like maybe he thought it was the fireball and you hadn't finished it yet but that's crazy because he had a whole conversation with me about how they make their ginger beer in-house he's busy I guess either that or he was just being nice he did take a shot with us so maybe he was just being friendly yeah um I mean that drink was good and I am a sucker for ginger anything and when he said like homemade ginger beer I was like yes (laughs) yeah I could have had another one of those and been like set for the night if there have been less of us I would have been fine staying there and just ordering more drinks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we could have just gone back to that bar since we parked right next to it. Could have, but we didn't. (laughs) Well, next year we either go to a like lounge or club Halloween party, or we go back to our regular bar crawl. Agreed. Although it'll be weird because there's not going to be any Tiki Tango or Foxtrot. I feel like by the time Halloween comes around, something's going to be in there. Was there anything there now? I don't know. I haven't paid attention to it. But I know they, after they did their, like, goodbye weekend or whatever, they were posting, like, we'll be back. We've got something up our sleeves and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they were selling some of those glasses because they were going to do another tea-themed restaurant somewhere. Yeah. So something's going there. I feel like it's going to be same management, but they just wanted to rebrand and do something else. Yeah, hopefully by this time next year, then it'll be something. But I agree. I think we should not um, try to fix something that's not broken and <laughs> just go and do that. Yeah. That bar crawl is the biggest, the most popular, and it has, it's in a better area for walking around bar crawling. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I mean, I did not expect to have to walk even six minutes between bars. Yeah. Me either. But I wonder, I wonder if it was just that they tried to do a bar crawl and like, A lot of the bars just didn't want to, so they ended up with stuff that was too far apart. Yeah. Because there was only, like, what, four or five that were included anyways? I think there was either five or six. Because it was, like, on the sign, it was, like, three on top, three on the bottom, or, like, three on top, two on the bottom, something like that. But even some of them, like, stopped doing their specials at 10 or stopped doing their specials at 12. Yeah. Yeah, and then one of them... Like we said, we walked past it, and it was just regular schmegler people in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a very, like, Halloween greatness outfit on, and it got (laughs) wasted. I mean, you got lots of compliments from the strangers that we saw. We had those grown old men that were hitting on you with all your blood on you. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah. would have surely taken you home. Huh? One of them would have surely taken you home, blood and all. No, th no thank you. <laughs> they were very impressed. And then that one guy, when we were crossing, what did he say? Um, the I think he said, wow, look at that, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But he was very shocked and surprised. Yeah. Yeah, well, my favorite was when that couple came up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Are you okay? <laughs> yes. There's a lot of uh, Scooby-Doo people mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah, I saw a good bit of people doing Scooby-Doo themed costumes on TikTok too. I don't know why that's big this year. I don't know. I think there's like a, a new movie or something coming. I don't know. I mean, they're cute. I like them. And everyone knew you were a vampire, even without your teeth. Yeah. I think it was the dripping blood from my mouth that did it. <laughs> <laughs> to me, you looked like a dead housewife. That's what you were in my head. Turned vampire. I'm dead because a vampire <laughs> ate me. <laughs> <laughs> you have a whole backstory? Yes. Just like I did when I was that dead schoolgirl that one year. <laughs> yes. I, I was gave living her in the castle and the vampire came and ate me and then I woke up and I was dead. <laughs> and he kissed you too. That's why you had the blood coming down your mouth. Yeah. We fell in love. But then he left you. So you're walking the streets trying to find him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I did not find him. I saw no other vampires on the streets. Yeah. I didn't really see anything like, I don't know, like over the top crazy or anything. No, not really. I feel like, and not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I had like the most elaborate bloody outfit. Yeah, you should have saved that for like going to a big party so that you could win the contest. I thought. I was thinking of it being like the regular bar call that go, we go to because they do have a costume contest. Oh. And somebody asked me, they were like, is there going to be, from work, um, he was like, is there going to be a costume contest? And I was like, well, it's a bar crawl, so I'm assuming. But that's because I didn't look to see how little this bar crawl was. Yeah, neither did I. I was just like, meh, sure, why not, whatever. But... I mean, I could bring it back. Yes. You could do it next year for whatever one of our nights is. And I'll go ahead and like plan in advance and I can get like um, a more elaborate like wedding dress type deal thing like she had. Yeah. Just get one off Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and I can soak it in blood like ahead of time so it's like dried and stuff on there yeah because I was on Facebook this morning and this girl I went to college with won whatever um costume contest that she was at but she was just like a flapper girl like it was cute but I was like there's no one else that had like a more elaborate scary costume yeah she won $500 okay I should I should have won <laughs> some sort we should have just looked online for a costume contest near me and then just gone just up. <laughs> yeah and I'm like hey I'm here yeah 
yeah, if we were going somewhere where I thought there was like $500 plus on the line, I'd be like, what am I doing? Yeah. Who am I going to be? Yes. And because that like to get that blood the way that she had it was like, it was precise. And I have sacrificed my skin (laughs) for that. For nothing, for no one to see it. You could be a horror makeup artist with all your skills and practice now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. And I did such a good job with my makeup. Like my makeup for the before was yeah. like chef's kiss, like gorgeous. And then I ruined it with blood. Yes. Actually, I would say I enhanced it with blood. <laughs> Who was our um lady bartender, Amanda? Was that her name? Amanda, please. Yeah. Yeah. She really liked you. <laughs> yeah. She goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's reactions were so funny. Huh? Everyone's reactions to your face were so funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. At first I got nervous because I didn't see anybody dressed up. And I was like, I am about to walk out of this car with like blood all over my body. And my, like, smeared on my chest, splattered on my face, on my legs, and then no one's going to be dressed up. And then finally, people were in costume. But yeah, I didn't see any scary costumes. No, I wasn't scared of anyone. Not at all, sadly. It's because you were with the scariest bitch in town. I mean, yeah. <laughs> And when I looked at my skirt this morning to put it in the wash, it, like, actually looked pretty dirty, too. Like, the blood had just kind of made it, like, made it look filthy. And I was like, oh, great. It looks good. And then I was afraid that it wasn't going to come out because it was literally all over it. You know, it's got that, like, what is it, crinoline material mm-hmm. that, like, goes through the layers and so I could only put so much stain remover on it. I was like, it's not going to come out of this. And that was the first thing I pulled out of the wash. And it was, like, white again. There's no stains on it at all. Well, now you know that brand is a good one. Yeah, because um, it was the same brand. Like, we had the same brand. Oh, did we? Yeah, they were both the same. Same brand. Yours was just the spray, and mine was the gel. Oh, I didn't pay attention. Yeah. I didn't even remember I had the spray one until I went through my decorations box. I was like, what is this shit? I forget yeah. I remember what it was. I think that was when I was a dead clown or something. And that's when I sprayed that on myself. But that was like a few years ago. I forgot it was there. Yeah, I was a little nervous about yours because I think I had read online somebody was like it stains like a little bit um but mine it said it like it doesn't stain um and I was like oh well that's why I was like I'll just have to give up this skirt because that's what I mostly put that one on there um but it neither one of them stained so um I think I will be leaving a review I don't ever leave Amazon reviews but (laughs) I think I'll be like, yes, it doesn't stain. So, I mean, putting your spray one works well too. Yeah. Um, well, then it was great, or not great, but it was funny when I got in the shower 
to like take all that stuff off it was like the blood just dripping all down the shower um all right well that I guess is both of our personal story for the week yes um unless you have anything else major to share um, no no I don't me either nothing fun has happened that is that Except for you, get to see me two days in a row. Oh, yes, marvelous. Maybe even three if we have to spend the night. Three? Yeah. <laughs> Which, if we do have to spend the night, um, I have to get up early to come home because I'm meeting my mother at my house to pressure wash things. Ugh early yes i have lots of things to do tomorrow gross i'll probably just go sleep at my mom's house (laughs) she'll be like um where are you coming from why are you here this early you know she's got a um armadillo in her yard that's burrowing holes in the front and the back so now she's got cages trying to trap it no um, know that the um i guess exterminator people animal catcher people came and like put cages in the backyard that's and funny like, heard it and she was like it's gotta go <laughs> she also just got new grass so it's like digging up all her new grass and she's pissed about it oh no and she was like this grass is expensive <laughs> i bet i don't blame her yeah so that's my other personal story oh great all right this is gonna be the longest episode ever because we have six shows to cover so yeah um i guess i should say six episodes not the shows <laughs> i mean if it was six shows that'd be fine too <laughs> that would be crazy so before we hop into the shows we didn't ask um what each other is drinking not a damn thing <laughs> i have a uh, coffee uh yeah i have water i figured I had drinks last night and i'm gonna have drinks today so yeah I just don't even like consider what I had last night to really be drinking. I mean, it wasn't like drinking, but there was alcohol involved. Yeah. And we walked so much that I think any, like the little bit of drinks we had, we burned those off. Yeah. Maybe that was their plan all along. Like <laughs> everyone's able to drive home. They don't get too drunk. Cold air. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is not, this is, this is going out on Halloween when you're at 31 and 32, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but it was on accident, because normally <laughs> it would have been somewhere that was more crowded. Because like yeah. last night when we got to the regular bar call, it was hella crowded, but normally we would have been there earlier, so we would have yeah. been inside already. Right. So we never stood one of those fucking lines. <laughs> No, I've never stood in a line that long ever. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna start doing this now at 31 years old. No. Yeah, no. Like I did that in college, but also, like I was saying, I would never went to the back of the line. I always just scooched in at the front, like they were. Yeah. No, there's no possible way I would have gone to the back of that line. You would have never gotten in. Also, it was like what 12:30, so they were gonna close at two, two thirty. Yeah. No, not worth it. Yeah, no, thank you. I think the last time I stood in a long line is when we went to that 
place in Atlanta that was closing. The it ha- they had like a coffin or something. Oh yeah, with um, like Mendea and foodie people. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun night though, and that line wasn't too bad because we got there kind of early and got inside pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. What was it called? Do you remember? What was it called? It's gonna bug me. Um, no, I don't remember. But that was also my first time there because I had just never gone, but I'd heard of it. It was fun. Yeah, though. same. Yeah, I had never been either. And then we're like, we gotta go since they're closing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, if you guys don't already know, obviously we were out last week. So um we have an extra long episode. <laughs> for you guys we just added the finale of tell me lies and the patient so we've got two episodes of each and then two episodes of Dahmer yes um so what order would you like to do things um which finale do you think was the most dramatic and then we should do that one second and then do Dahmer last um, I think Tell Me Lies was the most dramatic because I feel like there's definitely going to be a second season, so. Definitely. If there's not a second season, someone's getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> She's just kidding. Them. She's just kidding. <laughs> In my brain. <laughs> um, okay, well then let's start with the patient. So go ahead and read that little synopsis. The long synopsis. Um, actually, yours is very short compared to the one I'll read for <laughs> Tell Me Lies. Is it? Yes. Open up. This week's episode opens with Alan having another concentration camp dream. Once he wakes up from the dream, he continues sharpening his foot cream tube. <laughs> that is so funny to me. <laughs> After doing this for a while, he wakes up Sam and says he wants to talk to him before he leaves for work. Throughout this conversation, the two talk about Mary and how Sam shouldn't start again with a new therapist. Though Sam tells Alan he knows what he's doing and that he will be going to see Mr. Buccella and that Sam will have to die, he reluctantly agrees to Alan's proposition of inviting Mary over for a meal. That's her name? I don't know why I don't remember her name. Alan tells Sam to get a baby monitor so that he can view the interaction and provide feedback. Sam tells Alan not to do anything stupid because though he doesn't want to, if Alan draws attention to the fact that he's being held in the basement, he will kill Mary. Alan's plan to kill Sam with his sharpened tool while Mary is there so that she will intervene and call 911. This plan allows Alan to take Sam down and get help for himself all at once. Once Mary arrives, the interaction is not going well. Sam excuses himself to go talk with Alan about it. Alan secretly pulls out his makeshift knife to stab Sam, but hesitates and doesn't go through with it. Sam returns to the brunch, and it ends with Mary leaving and telling him things aren't going to work out between them. This really upsets Sam, and Alan tries to talk him through his emotions. However, this does not end well. Alan tells Sam his anger and sadness is normal, but he is killing people instead of his dad, not because of his dad. From this, Sam comes to the conclusion that he must kill his father to cure what's wrong with him. He grabs his coat and keys and heads out the door, leaving us waiting for how the season is going to come to an end next week. The finale begins with Sam visiting his dad. He starts to strangle him, but somehow manages to stop himself. We'll stop there with the spoilers for the patient's finale synopsis because we want to dive into the discussions. I'll just say we finally found out 
find out what the future holds for both Sam and Alan. Dun, dun, dun. That's my part. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so first of all, I have to crack up and laugh about how at the end of episode nine, <laughs> Sam goes... <laughs> Um, I have to kill my dad. I have to kill him and cut off his head and fuck it. And then he goes, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to fuck his head. <laughs> Who is he talking about that? Did that to the person? Um, oh, what is his name? I, I think remember. I wrote, I think I wrote it in my notes. Hold on. That was hilarious. I knew he was going to do that or like say that. Like, oh, no, I'm just go- kidding. I'm not going to fuck his head. Um, going to go kill his father. But that is um, a very strange thing to do, to just fuck someone's head that you've just murdered and decapitated. Oh, I didn't write it in my notes. Let me see. I've got to search it. It's going to bother me now. Google knows. <laughs> Which... like, you murdered and fucked someone's head. Killer. Murdered. <laughs> His mom. Ed Kemper. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Kemper hated his mom so much he cut her head off and raped it. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. Like it's I don't disgusting. I don't even Ooh, Angel number two two two. Yeah, I just saw it too. Okay. I mean, <laughs> wow, you're looking up murder. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking up a delayed serial killer and get an angel number. <laughs> <laughs> My angels are like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like, calm down, calm down. <laughs> um yeah so that episode was like I don't know he I feel like that actor um Dommel Gleason he's so good like when he was getting upset like his like facial expressions and he's just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but obviously it looked better on him <laughs> yes he's very good he's very believable yeah yeah and it was just odd to me but also not like how much he well actually I don't know like I don't know if he cared about Mary that much or if he was just like upset that she didn't like him anymore yeah I don't know if it it didn't really seem like he wanted to be with her, but it's just the fact that she rejected him that yeah. seemed to bother him. So it, wasn't, it didn't seem like he was, like, so in love with her, like, oh, my gosh, I want to get her back. It's just yeah. he was probably, like, the one person that kind of understood him and made him feel normal. Yeah, and I think because Alan maybe made it seem like they should get back together like that would help him get better and then then she didn't want to be with him he was like how am I gonna get better yeah I can see that yeah um I knew that little brunch wasn't gonna go well though like (laughs) it was so awkward I don't know what Alan was thinking yeah it was very awkward and do you think that he should have tried to stab him um I really don't know because I feel like he would have gotten Mary killed because even if he had like gotten him good in the neck or something 
his mom would have grabbed Mary and stopped her from calling the cops. Yeah. I don't think he would have gotten out and I think he would have either killed him or seriously injured him and still been in the basement. Yeah. That's true. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else I wrote that I wanted to talk about for that episode. There wasn't too much that happened in that episode. No. I mean, he was just talking to his therapist, trying to figure out how to get out so he doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. I didn't have any other, like, big notes that I wrote for that one because it was it was literally the brunch and that's it yeah they were trying to wrap us up so we could get to the finale and the drama yes of it all are we ready to dive into the finale now yes the culmination of this crazy show yes my question did you think that the murders were going to happen how they happened wait that's the very last thing we need to talk about we have to talk about how he was at his dad's house first i mean sure (laughs) did you did you think he was gonna kill his dad no i didn't think he was gonna go through with it yeah i thought he was gonna try like he looked angry but then also he looked timid and scared at the same time so i didn't think he would have the balls to do it but he could. But the crazy thing is, he could have done it, and then he still stopped himself. Yeah, the like scared, timid part, like, "Oh, I'm about to kill my dad." <laughs> <laughs> and then his dad was just like, he was very surprised. Like, I was also staring at his dad, like, "You tortured this boy for however long. You aren't like a little scared to have your back turned to him. Like, you don't think yeah. that he's angry with you." Yeah, and he's a big guy. Yeah, he got I mean, the job. So. The dad is pretty big too, though. So yeah. I think um, if it was like a, a a regular fight where they're both like ready for it, it would have been like a good matchup because they're pretty well sized against each other. But yeah. because he wasn't expecting anything, it was a lot easier. Yeah, he just like knocked him out of that freaking chair. Yeah, I was watching him. Like I was like, "What are you gonna do? Are you actually gonna do it? Are you gonna stab him? Like, what are you gonna do?" Yeah. I thought he would, like, throw the plate at his head or something. I think that would be funny. <laughs> I want your oh. stupid sandwich. <laughs> uh, and I guess we can assume that his dad is not going to call the cops on him doing that to him. Yeah. I, I feel like he's probably like, I deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. I just want well, to do it anymore. I just wonder how Sam left if he just, like, got up and... Just was like, okay, bye. And then just walked out the house. Probably with his awkward ass. He's like, <laughs> he probably didn't say anything. He just looked at yeah. him, got up and left. And his dad's just like, I can breathe. Yeah. He probably got up, grabbed his Dunkin' cup, and just walked out the door. <laughs> Empty ass Dunkin' cup with one sip <laughs> left in it. I was thinking the other day, like, maybe the Dunkin' cup being empty is like a metaphor for him always being stressed out and needing to be high on caffeine because he doesn't sleep. Yeah. So it's always yeah. empty. Because he's always, like, chugging and it's gone. But it needs to have, like, a third of the cup in there or something. It's just too empty. I don't like it. <laughs> like, all day um, on caffeine. Maybe that's yeah. the other reason why he murders people. Because he's so high on caffeine. <laughs> Not good for you. He's very jittery. <laughs> exactly. That's why he gets so angry so fast. Like, 
not right. That's not fair. We can't do that murder. Like, <laughs> no in between, no conversation. <laughs> um. So then he goes back and he like is so proud of himself, um, for not killing his dad. And um, then Alan's like, Alan told him he was proud of him too, and he like, that he didn't kill at least one person in his life. Yeah. Well, then he like suggested to still see him. Yeah. Like for therapy, it was like I'm not like I'm, which, how he said I have a legal and ethical obligation to like not disclose your past or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit different when he's held you hostage and he fucking murdered someone in front of you. Yeah, once you know that they've killed people, you kind of have to talk about it or that they're about to. That yeah. Obligation stops at that point. Yeah. But, um, he was I, I understand him, you know, trying to be like, you can let me go and I'll still counsel you. But do you think that if Sam did let him go, that he would still counsel him? I kind of believed him. Yeah. I believe that he would keep whatever had happened to himself and just counsel him to try to keep him from killing more people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so too. I think it would be fucked up, but I think he would have, I think he would have done it. Yeah. Um, but then later in the episode, he changed his mind. It was like, really, Sam needs to just go turn himself in. Yeah. Uh, I guess because he had kind of told him no, that he wasn't going to kind of like let him go. So I guess he was just like, well, you need to turn yourself in. Yeah. Um, cause I think he, but he did make a point. He was like, I think you need to be physically unable to do it because obviously we can see Alan told him multiple times not to kill Elias and he fucking still did it. So in therapy, he could tell him you don't need to do that yeah. and he'll still go and do it. Um, and then did you think that sam was ever going to turn himself in like when they showed him sitting outside of the police station mm, i don't think so i think he thought about it and then thought better of it like yeah. actually being in prison I, like i think turning himself in was more of like not wanting to hurt people because i don't think he really wants to just go killing people every day but also he did want to be in prison so he changed his mind yeah. Um, yeah, when he brought in that freaking couch and mini fridge, I was like, yeah, that's when yeah. Alan knew he was like, oh, I'll be here forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, because Sam said you said that like he put Alan's words against him. It was like you said that therapy could take years. And Alan was like, I ain't fucking being in this basement for years. Right. Therapy can take years. That's why you let me go. And then yeah. I put you from my own house. Yeah, exactly. Or something. They could do a Zoom call. So I don't think Alan would ever be in a room with him ever again. No. <laughs> no, probably not. No. Um, at least not in a private setting. No. You'd have to be like counseled in the middle of the park. <laughs> yeah. Or go to like a co-working space and you get a private room in there. <laughs> yeah. Need all the windows. Yeah. Um okay, so then that I think that was all the other major parts until obviously we get to what happened at the very end. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, when he fucking tricked uh, his mom. 
uh, I always wondered about her um, thinking skills. Yeah. Because she's just, you have a, a son who you know murders people, but she still seems so naive about life. Yeah. Like, anyone because she's she seemed like alan was just like a regular person like he's chained up in your basement because your murderous son needs him for therapy but you don't think that he would do anything to like try to get away from you like all the time she would walk over and like hand him whatever the fuck she would be handing him in different episodes i'm like why are you even yeah. so close to him? at any point in time he could have grabbed her in yeah. all those episodes yeah like, like when he like, first started coming down there she had the baseball bat with her yeah. Then I think she like saw Alan as like harmless, so she stopped like caring. Yeah, that chain goes pretty far. Like that was on his ankles. Yeah, gra- like even if she tried to run, if she was close enough, he could still like grab her and drag her back. Yeah, yeah. I would have so, been, been afraid of him and had a bat every time. Yeah, <laughs> she made or he made her cry, <laughs> and he was so heartless about it. He was like, "You did not protect him." Well, he was right. Yeah, he was right, but he was so heartless about it because you could just tell he was just like fed up. He was like, I'm just going to tell her like it is. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. And then she or he made her cry and then handed her those tissues. And he was like, now, bitch, you're mine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong and she deserves to cry because she's not calling the cops. She's not killing her son. She's not letting Alan out. So she needs to like she's done nothing yeah and then I guess Alan knew at that point he was like even if he was bluffing I still think that um whatchamacallit Sam would have still like punished him in some way or another for doing that to his mom yeah yeah probably he would have taken away something or like made sure he made his like chain shorter or something Made sure he didn't have anything that he could turn into a weapon. Exactly. He would have taken everything away from him. Nothing but your your mattress on the floor. Yeah. So when you um, saw the scene where he was like with his family again and stuff, Mm -hmm. did you actually think that he had somehow managed to get out? Um. It's like when it first started, I was like, you know, is this a flashback? Is this like, um, like, did he get out? And then I was like, there's no way that he actually got out. And it's like, just yeah. live his life. Yeah. Like, there's no way. I was very skeptical, but I was also hopeful because I didn't want him to die. Yeah. I first thought um, it was, I thought the same thing. At first I was like, is this a flashback? But then when the grandson was like, when, is that, were you just having a, flashback from when you were away yeah and so when the kid said to him were you having a flashback I was like oh well then this must be real because yeah he's having a flashback within a flashback um but I also at the same time was kind of like I don't know like I because I also saw how much time was left on the show and I was like they're gonna have a lot of I was like, they're going to have a lot of explaining to do if he actually, for real, got out. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, biggest spoiler, but if you guys are listening this far, hopefully you've already seen it or you don't care. Um, no. <laughs> clearly, um, he did not make it out of there and fucking Sam killed him. Yes. 
I I'm not surprised that he ended up killing him, but I was sad about it. Yeah, I mean, Alan did say he was like, either you're gonna let me go, or I'm gonna kill your mom and you're gonna kill me. Yeah, because I mean, he was like, I'm not gonna stay in here. Yeah, I mean, at that point, he really had nothing to lose because he basically already lost his life by being chained up in the basement anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I would have done the same thing because. Again, like he's not staying down there for years on that stupid couch with a mini fridge. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know what his other options would have been. He tried like putting notes in Elias's mouth and, you know, having yeah. him over and stuff. Like, he'd run out of options. Yeah. I mean, and obviously he doesn't want Sam to like kill other people so that he would have that option of sticking notes in other people's <laughs> mouth. Like, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I guess I'm not shocked that he didn't actually kill that mom because it was fucking foot cream. Yeah. But I thought that he was gonna, like, actually kill her. But I would guess, because uh, they didn't show the scene after basically mm-hmm. Sam fucking goaded him and was like, I don't think you're man enough to do it or whatever. And yeah. Alan was like, really, bitch? But that's all like, it went black. Um, yeah, it's like... He, I feel like his thought process was, I don't actually want to kill her, but I want him to think I will so that maybe he'll come let me go. Yeah. And then Sam just went primal and strangled him. Yeah, I I did think for a split second when we got to the scene of him strangling him that he was going to stop. Yeah. Um, Because his mom was sitting there yelling at him to stop, 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 but... He just didn't. One, killing his dad is different than, I guess, killing Alan. But also, his mom is the only person that has, quote-unquote, protected him for all this time. So the fact that Alan tried to do anything to hurt her, I think, was enough for him to be like, I don't need you anymore. Yeah. Um, And then he goes to, like, bury him in that um grave and I was like oh my gosh he's gonna put him in like Alan dug his own grave basically yeah um he knew he was doing that too he felt it yeah yeah he did I guess thinking back on that scene when he was digging it um but then also when Sam sits down like he gets him in there but then he sits down and I was like okay something else is about to happen and um he actually left the body for um Alan's kids. Yeah. Um I mean that was nice. Cause I don't I don't think he really wanted to kill him. It's just yeah. he tried to kill his mom and that was too far. Yeah. Yeah, he said uh, when he had told Alan basically that he was gonna have to kill him when he was gonna go see Mr. Buccella. Yeah. Um, he was like, I've never killed somebody I like before. Mm. So, um, and that's when he was like being nice and giving Alan the option of how he wants to die. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I don't think he wanted to kill him either, but it was just, oh, well, but when that freaking letter, when um, Shoshana and Ezra were reading the letter, obviously mm-hmm. it was from Alan's voice. 
I was bawling. I was bawling my eyes out. Uh, It was really sad to like watch them. Yeah. They were obviously breaking down and really sad about it. And then it's in his voice like that we hear. But yeah. I mean, it it was very nice of him to tell them where his body is. Yeah. Do their burial. The letter was funny to me. The Uh, letter that he wrote, that Sam wrote. Yeah, the part where he's like, I know you Jews like to have a body. Yes. <laughs> Sam, come on. Was, it's like, you could have worded that better, sir. <laughs> like, I understand the sentiment, but the sentence is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, I left it by the tree, wherever, wherever. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and then Ezra, the last scene is Ezra in therapy. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, he definitely needs it at that point. Oh, we didn't talk about how freaking Sam chained himself up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that was the other thing that he thought of when he, like, put um, Alan in the grave. Was like, let me give them his body. And he's right. I do need to chain myself up because I'm going to keep killing people. Yeah. Yeah, because then he comes back and he has that, like, Okay, so then also flashback to, you know, how Alan was always having flash, well, I guess they're not flashbacks, but imaginative therapy sessions with his dead therapist. Yeah. Sam did the same thing when he went back um, to the thing. Alan was there, and he was like, I'm not going to do it again, I promise. And Alan was like, we both know that's a lie. You are. Yeah. Um. So then he chains himself up. So now I'm wondering if there's going to be a second season I would like there to be a second season of him being chained up, talking to Alan, and I don't know what else would happen. I guess, like, watching the rest of Alan's family, like, how they move on and whatever they do. Yeah. Yeah, because Ezra started therapy, but I'm also, like, what, I mean, what can they do to do a whole, like, even if it's only eight episodes instead of ten episodes, like, what could they do to have an eight-episode season with the killer chained up yeah that's what i was thinking like i would i would want to see that but i don't know like what would make it interesting because it's yeah. like, the drama at that point yeah uh because there's i mean the only person keeping him down there is his mom and i'm sure if he was like let me go she would do it yeah also when he changed himself up he was wearing jeans and my only thought was you're just gonna live in jeans forever what is he gonna do with his duncan obsession mom's gonna bring it every day you know (laughs) (laughs) she's just gonna like build a duncan in the house yeah buy a franchise and just add on to the house so that she can make her own (laughs) um yeah so overall um how many chef's kisses would you give the show ooh um i would give it a 4.7 okay um i was thinking 4.5 is what popped in my head that was my first thought but i was like mm, it could be closer to 5 <laughs> yeah i mean it was pretty good there were some parts that were a little boring yeah um but overall it was a good watch i think and i think they actually got the length right with like number of episodes yeah they didn't drag it out which was good 
Yeah. Um, so we didn't discuss what snack or drink we would pair with it, but I think honestly we could pair any kind of like cuisine food with it because it was very like foodie heavy too with all the food he's he brought home. Indian food. Yeah. Or like Dunkin' and some donuts. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, anything else? Any any lingering thoughts to discuss on that one? No, I don't think there's any other way it could have ended without yeah. like lots of questions. Because if nobody died at the end, then you're like, well, is there going to be a second season? What are we doing? Because like right now, it could just stop and nothing else could happen, and it'll be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm interested to see if they get another season. I thought maybe it would have ended with um, Alan, not Alan, Sam going to see Mr. Buccella and then like it ends on their first session. And yeah. then obviously we would get a second season with him being, because uh, then they could have done it where he could be chained down there and then, but Alan can still, like Steve Carell could still be a part of it because he would be the dead therapist. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's how they'll do the second season somehow. Have him have their. He could have Zoom sessions with Mr. Butella and be, still be chained up. He wouldn't know. Yeah. And then, but I feel like that would still be boring because he wouldn't be going to kill anybody. But his mom could unchain him and then dun dun dun. He's in the world again. <laughs> yeah, it could like the first episode or two. It could take like the first episode or two for his mom to unchain him. Yeah, I feel like he would just have to ask her like two or three times and then get a little angry about it. And she's like, okay, fine. And then yeah. <laughs> and she's going to yeah. do whatever he wants regardless, clearly, because he's still murdering people and she just keeps him in the basement. I'm just shaking my head. I don't understand. Like, I, I don't, like, I, if I was a mom, I don't know what I would do. Like, if I found out my child was, either murdering people or doing something illegal like every day of their life. Like, I don't know if I could turn them in, but I also don't think I could let them do it in my house. I'm sorry if my, I mean, obviously I'm not a parent, so I can't say for sure, but I'm sorry if my child was a serial killer and I knew about it. Cause it's one thing when people are serial killers and their parents are like shocked and surprised. Um, but if I knew about it, there ain't no way I would let them walk around this award, like earth, like free willy. I would probably do like an anonymous tip, but I wouldn't like tell my child that I turned them in. Oh no, because, <laughs> because if they don't get caught, I don't want them to kill me and fuck my head. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they couldn't live in my house and then if it was having to do with like hurting people, then I, I would have to tell the police somehow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So tell me lies. Are we ready? Yes. Get it. There's a lot it. to unpack. All right. Let me find the synopsis. Yeah. So many things to talk about. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. I'm going to dive into the synopsis okay this episode begins with drew and again 
I wrote the synopsis when we were only doing episode nine. So the first half makes it seem like it's just nine, but there's another extra paragraph at the end. <laughs> okay. Um, this episode begins with Drew being visited by the Dean of Students and a police officer. She hands over the letter Lucy wrote and asks if Drew knows anything about it. Drew says he doesn't and that he didn't even know Macy. The Dean says okay and leaves after telling Drew that he isn't in trouble, but they'll have to look into things. The episode jumps over to Lucy and Steven walking down the street hand in hand. They run into Max and the interaction is expectedly awkward. Once Steven and Lucy return to her dorm, Steven of course begins asking Lucy questions about who Max is. Lucy is honest about her past with Max and Steven begins touching Lucy sexually as he continues questioning her. The two turn the conversation into some sort of toxic erotic game. (laughs) However, Steven is turned off and starts getting upset when Lucy mentions that she and Max cuddled. As they're discussing why Steven is getting mad, Lucy gets an email from her professor asking her to meet with her in the morning. Once Lucy meets with the professor, she discovers that her professor has turned her in for plagiarism. Plagiarism. I don't know why I couldn't say that word. (laughs) There was an issue with Lucy's short story because it turns out it was copied word for word from an anonymous online journal published years ago. Lucy admits to her professor that she was the one who wrote the online journal, but the professor states she needs proof that Lucy is indeed the one who wrote it. Lucy, unable to log into that old online journal, is desperate to try and figure out how to prove to her professor that it is her work. She talks to Stephen about it, explaining to him in the process what her mom did and why she's so angry with her. She also tells Stephen she had spoken to Max about it, and of course, this upsets Stephen. You can see his wheels turning. Stephen suggests to Lucy that she have her mom come down to the school to explain to the professor that the story was indeed true and that no one else could have written it. Lucy is hesitant to do this because she had not told her mom that she knew about where she was while her dad was dying. Lucy comes to the conclusion that she has no other choice and she calls her mom. Her mom shows up and you can tell it really upsets her, but she does the right thing and talks to the professor, helping Lucy to not get in trouble. While Lucy is trying to work things out with her mom, Stephen walks into his dorm room. Bree is there, waiting for Evan to return. Stephen tries to engage in small talk with Bree, but she tells him it's unnecessary. Stephen says he's just trying to be nice, and Bree tells Stephen he's only nice if there's a reason for it. She also tells him she knows about him dipping the camera in the water and that she's still having to work to pay it off. Evan comes back to the room at this point, and Bree gets up and tells Evan she's ready to go grab a bite to eat. We can tell this interaction upsets Stephen, and he leaves the room in search for Lucy. He finds her and her mom outside. The pair are actually looking like they're working through things, but Stephen comes along and stirs things up. After he leaves, the conversation between Lucy and her mom take a turn for the worse. After her mom tells her that she and the friend have started seeing each other again, Lucy storms off. The final scenes begin with Drew going to see Stephen and asking if Pippa for sure knows about the accident. Just as he was about to tell Stephen about the note, Evan walked into the room, so he left. Drew then confronts Wrigley at a house party before confronting Pippa. Pippa, understandably, has no clue what Drew is talking about when it comes to the note. Drew is drunk and scared, and emotions escalate. He punches Wrigley, Wrigley punches him back, and eventually Wrigley falls off the porch. During all of the confusion and fighting, it becomes clear that Stephen knows Lucy is the one who wrote the letter. She tries to say she didn't, but Stephen knows it couldn't be anyone else. Wrigley goes to the hospital, and Stephen and Pippa go with him. While they're at the hospital, Lucy is waiting by at the dorms with Bree. Another co-ed approaches the pair and starts innocently questioning things about the night of the accident. Lucy tells a lie, saying that she was with Stephen that night. She becomes awkwardly defensive, and the girl just says okay and walks away. Bree asks why she lied, and Lucy continues lying some more. 
The episode goes to the hospital where we see Pippa and Wrigley arguing because Wrigley doesn't know that Lucy knows. He believes Pippa is the one who wrote the letter because he doesn't think Stephen would do it. He breaks up with Pippa and she returns to Lucy's dorm and confronts her about it. Lucy continues saying she didn't write it and Pippa leaves the room saying she doesn't know if she can trust Lucy. We then see Stephen leave the hospital. He goes back to the tree where the accident was and seems to have a panic attack and then an epiphany. We're not given any further insight into what happened with him before we see him go to Lucy's dorm. Once he opens the door, Lucy's on the ground having a panic attack of her own. Stephen picks her up and calms her down before he says, I love you. Lucy says it back and the episode ends. The show ends with season... I don't know why I said the show ends with season 10. The show ends with episode 10. (laughs) Since it's the finale, I don't want to spoil too much in the synopsis because Elena and I have way too much to discuss. However, I will say we finally find out the truth behind what happened to the night of the accident. Two people, to the shock and surprise of everyone, get back together. Two other people also shock the audience with what I hope they believe to be a mistake. And finally, the episode ends back at the beginning, Bree and Evan's wedding. We see more of the interaction between Lucy and Steven there, and the show ends after a shocking revelation to the audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So many yeah. things. Yeah, there's so many things. <laughs> um, I, all I'm going to say about the accident, we have other things to talk about before the accident, is I fucking knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But that's all I will say until we actually get to the finale because there's a lot in episode nine that happened yeah there is um you know i gotta pull up my freaking notes i get through everything hate lucy yes yes (laughs) yes I just don't understand her logic. Like, I understand she's, like, young and she's in college and she's, I don't know, infatuated with this new boy. But, like, why are you so dumb? Her and Steven both are both, like, terrible characters. Like, yeah. they're they're good characters because they give you something to talk about. But, like, they're terrible people. Yeah, there's, like, nothing to redeem either one of them. No! <laughs> Ugh. No, they're both bad. And then I felt so bad for her mom when she was like talking to the professor and they like showed her hands shaking. Yeah. She was holding that paper. I was like, oh, no. The first time you and your daughter talk about this incident, you have to go tell another person about this incident. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad. And um, if you said what I say to me, <laughs> I got a weird email that says my sign in has changed. Oh, because they're doing the two step verification. Okay. I thought somebody logged in and changed my password. Okay. About to be like, what is this? Um no, I was like, yeah, it was really sad. But I see, and I was glad they were starting to get like somewhere, and then fucking Steven came out there and was a fucking dick. I was so confused why he was so pressed and upset. Like you can clearly see that Lucy's not upset right now. Yeah. They seem like they're having a good conversation. And then he just comes in with all this attitude. Like, this is the first time you're meeting your girlfriend's mom. You could act like you have some decorum. <laughs> yeah. And then he had said to her, like, 
when Lucy's mom was like, I think we were, and then he was like, I'm talking to Lucy. Or I was asking Lucy. I was like, you fucking bitch. I was, uh, mm, 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 mm. I would have slapped him. I know. I wish, like, I wish I would behave that way towards my boyfriend's parents. I, I, I don't know. I guess, I feel like her mom wanted to say something, but because they were already on such bad terms, she, like, kind of let it go in the moment. But I feel like she wanted to slap him, too. Or yeah, like, she, was, she, like, you could tell she was, like, taken aback the way her face was, like, what? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Like, he came in so hot and angry, and I was like, why? Like, Lucy was upset when y'all spoke earlier, but clearly she and her mom are sitting here, like, having this nice, calm, non-yelling, no one's crying conversation yeah. and you come and fuck it up like for what yeah and I think part of it too is because he was so peeved about his conversation with Brie and I was like why are you upset because she just told you exactly who you are yeah and that conversation wasn't even that bad it's just that he probably felt seen and didn't want to be seen that way yeah and I think and I do want to know like how she knew he dipped the camera in the water. Like, did she just assume and was obviously right? Or did Pippa tell her? I mean, I feel like it's possible she could have just been looking out the window at the time and seeing the interaction. Because, yeah. like, we don't know really where the rest of them were inside the house. But she did say when she, like, when she found the camera, like, when they were cleaning up, she was like, oh, no, it's not working. And she seemed, like, genuinely, like, confused. Like, I think she would have been, like, it's not working and like looked over at Steven in that moment if she saw it happen I don't know I was thinking that she like after she told him that she knew that he dropped it in the water I think in that moment she might have just been faking it because she didn't want to start drama and argument because she was like starting to get on with Evan yeah yeah Um, I don't I don't know um but I thought that interaction between them was interesting, especially when she said to um, him, you're only nice when you, like, need something. Yeah. Or there's, like, or there's like a reason behind it. You're not just being nice. Yeah. Clearly, you're not just a nice person. Yeah. But he wants everyone to think that he is, which is so weird. Because anyone, I feel like anyone who actually looks at anything that he does or says... Like, it's intentional. It's not nice. He's not... Yeah. Even with his best friends, quote-unquote, yeah. like, they're not friends. No. <laughs> that He's not nice to them at all. Like, ever. Like, Evan is the one that he's the nicest to, but he's still not that good of a friend to him. Yeah. Um, and then, freaking... Um, the whole letter thing. Fucking Lucy... I'm just she's she's just a big of a liar as Stephen is. Yeah, like you know, I would never do that. I would never do that. Yeah, and then when Pippa was like, when she came in there to see her after Wrigley broke up with her, and she was like, "You can't really think I wrote that," and I'm like, "But you fucking did." And again, that was another moment between Lucy and Pippa where I was like, "You can tell Pippa that you wrote it," and yeah. like. I still don't think Pippa would have told on her. I think she would have just dealt with whatever Wrigley was going to do and let it go. But yeah. she would have been pissed at Lucy. But I don't think Lucy wants anyone to be mad at her. So she's yeah. kept to herself. And then she seemed so, like, taken aback when Pippa was like, I don't really know if I can trust you. Yeah. And she was like, and I was like, bitch, you 
you like ruined her relationship you let her take the fall for it and then you're telling her to her face that you didn't write it and then lucy even though i don't fucking like steven steven knew that she wrote that letter and she was like no like come on steven no and i was like Like, who else would have written it yeah he knows that you fucking wrote it yeah like steven knows that pippa already knew and it wouldn't have taken her this long to yeah. have written a letter if she actually cared to write a letter yeah so you you bitch yeah you doing it because he was in the car like, yeah you're the newest person to know the story and you have been so pressed this whole time about letting macy's parents know or letting people know or no like steven's not gonna get in trouble blah 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 so who else would have done it that was my thing. It's like she wrote it thinking that she would be able to lie her way out of it. But every other conversation you have with Steven is, oh my gosh, Drew this. Oh my gosh, Drew that. Oh my gosh, we need to tell. He needs to get in trouble. Like someone needs to know. Like every time you open your fucking mouth, you're talking yeah. about telling someone. And then yeah. all of a sudden, the dean knows. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, she, that's another, she doesn't think. No. There's nothing in there. In her brain. <laughs> in her head. Her skull is empty. But literally everyone is blaming everyone else. Like, Wrigley thinks Pippa wrote it. Pippa thinks Steven wrote it. Yeah. And then Steven thinks Lucy wrote it, which obviously I think it was the very end of episode nine. She told him that she wrote it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, okay. I'm just, like, I don't know what it is about Steven, but even... Wrigley doesn't see through that he's not actually your best friend and that he also told his girlfriend about what yeah. happened. Like, why don't you believe that he would tell Lucy? Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. And what I also was very confused about is where was Charlie the last two episodes? Like, <laughs> there's, I mean, and Lucy's in the room a lot and Charlie's yeah. just not there. I guess she wasn't important. We'll find out <laughs> season two. Yeah um yeah I don't know maybe her and Pippa start dating since Pippa is not with uh Wrigley oh yeah the thing about Charlie's I thought like the way they introduced her and kind of had her in I felt like a lot of scenes for being there for such a short amount of time I thought she would have a bigger role yeah the finale and like in the the friend group but maybe that they're just doing it to have her there for season two yeah um let me see if there's anything in particular in season or not see I keep saying calling them seasons in episode nine that was that's all that I had from that episode and just like Drew I don't know like self he's self-sabotaging yeah he got so stressed out and like again Stephen being an asshole like why does no one think that like everyone thinks that just Stephen tells the truth about everything yeah Wrigley is the one person you came and told immediately about what happened and like he's your brother you love him but all of a sudden you can't trust him because of what Steven said yeah so weird to me yeah I don't know what it is about him that's so like amazing I don't either and even if he did tell Pippa Pippa knew and clearly hadn't told anyone at that point when Steven told Drew that Pippa knew so yeah. I've just gone to Wrigley and been like, are you sure you can keep this bitch quiet? Like, yeah, I would have just talked to him. Like, I don't know why he made it. Like, now he has to ice out his own brother. Like, yeah. literally the one person that's definitely going to try to keep him safe and out of prison. 
yeah. you stop talking to. Yeah, and then Wrigley immediately was like, Pip, when Pippa was, Pippa was like, why can't Steven have been the one that wrote it? He was like, that's my best friend. And she's like, okay, what am I, chopped liver? Like, yeah. Like, he could be your best friend and still be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, uh, she really wanted to be, like, but Steven told Lucy. <laughs> but she was such a good friend because I would have outed that bitch so fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not about to put all of that on me. Like, that's too much. Yeah. I would have been, like, Steven told Lucy. So one of the two of them did it because it wasn't fucking me. And I thought for a second during the whole, like, porch fighting Wrigley Fawn off scene that Pippa like was also looking at Lucy like I know you're the one that wrote it I thought so too and then when they had that conversation in the dorm she acted like she wasn't sure anymore so maybe she like second guessed herself yeah because then she put it on Steven which makes it makes sense for Pippa to think Steven wrote it because Steven has been a fucking bitch to her and lie like she knows he lies Yes. This whole season. Um, which I guess, I mean, we know everything that Lucy's been doing that's been terrible. Mm-hmm. But I guess from Pippa's point of view, she hasn't really done anything except for that one like argument they had. Yeah. I guess that's true. She only really knows what Steven's done. Yeah. So maybe that's why for a second she thought it was Lucy, but then she was like, well, it makes more sense for it to be Steven, even though obviously we know it makes more sense for it to be Lucy. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have anything from episode nine before we jump into the finale. Do you? No, let's go. Okay. I really liked how they did. They basically redid the first episode from Macy's point of view. Yeah. I liked seeing that. I was wondering if we were going to actually see more of her outside of just being in a car crash. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't know why it was so, like, the sex scenes with her and Steven were so awkward to me. Because I think she was kind of the same way Lucy was with Steven, was just, like, so enamored with him. And it didn't really matter if the sex was good. She just wanted yeah. to feel wanted by somebody. And she thought, like, he was hot shit. Yeah. But I will say, as much as I don't like Steven and Lucy, like, together or separately, their sex seems pretty good. <laughs> yeah. There, I feel like there's actual emotion there. Like, I think Macy was just like, ooh, he likes me. Let me have sex with him. And, yeah. Like, just being, just the fact that she was happy and okay with, like, it being a secret. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't know about you, but it could have been a secret. But the moment Lucy started liking him, I would have told Lucy like, "Oh, I've hooked up with him. Don't tell anyone." Yeah, yeah. I think that. So I do think that that part of what Stephen told Lucy was the truth. Is that they were like it seemed casual, at least until the night of the accident. She started asking him questions, which is what usually happens. Like, yeah, like and as a female I can say that's true that's what usually happens it starts off very casual and then eventually someone starts getting feelings and nine times out of ten it is the girl mm-hmm. and so I think Steven was truthful in that one little bit of where he was like it was very casual but from what we saw I did not see any like 
glimmer of it being like this is going to be the last time we hook up type deal no if she didn't die they would have been having sex all fucking year you would have had yeah. sex with three girls all throughout the year yeah yeah um so I did think it was like interesting too how because obviously when we were introduced to her on the first episode she was hanging up that poster and so we saw her hang up the poster and expected lucy to walk in but it was actually steven Mm -hmm. and then it fell down and she did it again i was so surprised at how close steven and lucy were to meeting on that first day like leaving the room and coming into the room yeah he literally just left 30 seconds ago yeah yeah and then she came in um and then obviously we saw the text messages between Macy and Steven where she was like, I think it's weird that you like are hitting on my roommate or whatever. And he was like, relax. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a typical man. I hate that. Relax. I didn't know she was your roommate. Yeah. Well, now you do. Yeah. So leave her alone. <laughs> and then it was the same kind of conversation when she was like, um, you never asked me out on a date how it was kind of like how Lucy's like you never want to see me in public yeah um being with different people yeah and he also did not want to go inside that party with Macy no he could not be seen in public he's got a whole relationship basically he just wanted to hang out outside of the party with her and then of course they start hooking up in the car um and so what i had said earlier when i was like i fucking knew it is i fucking knew he was the driver i knew it yeah yeah it just didn't make sense it didn't make sense how he was alive without a scratch and she was dead yeah yeah and so then he was like which they obviously made it seem like she was going to drive, but then she was like, no, I'm too fucked up. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know why he, like, how did he get there is what I want to know. Because he, he said probably, he was only three blocks away, right? So, so he probably just went from whatever house party he was at before, whoever's house he was at. Yeah. So I'm like, why couldn't he just walk back to where he came from instead of, like, pressing her to, like, get in the car and let him drive? I mean, he could have walked back, but then that would have meant leaving her drunk and not being able to do anything. Like, I mean, I guess she could have gone with him, but no one would have gotten home at that point. Well, she had said, like, we could go ask someone to give us a ride or she could wait till they sobered up or call the shuttle or whatever, she said. Yeah. But then so, they would have been together. He didn't well, that's what I'm saying. He could have walked back to where he fucking came from and she could have taken a shuttle. I guess, but I feel like if he had tried to leave because of how clingy, like, she wanted to be with him, she might have just come with him. And yeah. he probably that. He just wanted to, like, get out of there. But I also don't think the crash happened because of drunkness. Like, I don't think that was the issue. Yeah, they were arguing, but it did also show that fucking Steven is the one that was in the other lane. Yeah, like he just wasn't paying attention going around that curve and didn't turn yeah. hard. And that was like, that was the only issue. Like if he had just not been fighting and paying attention, yeah, uh, they would have been fine and like gotten back home. Also, if she had cared that her fucking seatbelt didn't fucking work, she wouldn't have died. Yeah. 
that pissed me yeah. off. Like, as soon as she's like, oh, the seatbelt doesn't work. I was like, you're gonna die. Yeah. Well, and so Drew was telling the truth that he was like, the car was in my lane because he like honked the horn. Yeah. But he and saw then, it and was like, burp, burp, and tried to swerve out of the way. Yeah. But that's the thing, too. He didn't run the car off the road. Steven overcorrected. Yeah. Um, which is why (laughs) i think that part did have to do with being intoxicated because like being scared yeah because he's super overreact like he's super overcorrected um whereas i think if he was sober (laughs) he may have overcorrected a little but i don't think he would have gone off the road maybe it's possible they were also high right yeah um so uh obviously now we know that the whole entire accident is Stephen's fault oh the fact that he actually did lift up her dead lifeless body i was so yep. mad i was yep. so mad yep i said that what like two three episodes ago i was like i bet he was the driver and he fucking put her in the driver's seat oh i was mm. And then he also, he did do something that I didn't think about. He deleted all the stuff of him in her phone. Yeah, which pissed me off even more because you could have just called 911 from her phone and left. Yeah. He didn't have to say anything. He could have just dialed it. They could have figured out where the fuck she was. Well, he had to get out of there. He had to have enough time to walk away from that road. I guess. I was so mad. I was like, you're in her phone and you couldn't even dial 911 from her phone, you little bitch. Because yeah. again, like, I'm, I don't know. What if she wasn't? Like, what if she was just a little unconscious? I don't know. He put his fingers up to her throat. He did. But, like, a lot of times, if you're not a medical professional, you just might not feel it. It might not like, yeah. do it in the right spot. So he could have been wrong and just, yeah. you know, or maybe it was just really faint and he didn't feel it because she had just knocked her head out in the fucking windshield, which is the thing I'm confused about because the windshield on her side on her side on her side (laughs) was cracked but the windshield on the driver's side was not so like even switching her body I would think that someone would think that's weird I don't know her head went into the windshield and that's like what fucked her up but his side looked fine because he had a seatbelt on there was also I'm still also confused how he did not even have a scratch on him like, he got out of the car and, like, I mean, I know adrenaline because he, like, ran out of the car before he moved her body. Um, but that's the thing. He had forethought to do this because he got out of the car and looked to see if there was anyone around before he went and moved her body. Yeah. He had lots of thoughts. And none of them included dialing 911 yeah. to save her life. But even her uh, body was not that, like, it wasn't very bloody at all. Yeah. I think it was just the impact of hitting the windshield. Like, if she had had a seatbelt on, she would have been fine. Because, like, it wasn't even hard enough for the airbags to open, right? Um, One of the airbags went off, but I can't remember which one it was. I think it was, I think it had to have been on the driver's side. Yeah, it had to have been the driver's side, because that's the other thing, too. If the airbag deployed on the other side and there was no body over there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's all just fishy, fishy, fishy. Yeah, but I put in my notes, like, in all caps, I fucking knew it. As soon as he got on the driver's side, I was like, that bitch moved her dead body. Uh-huh. 
Um, I'm so mad. So angry. Another like slight thing that I noted was when Wrigley and Steven were conversating and Wrigley brought up how like Steven seems to be so like careful around her and he wasn't like himself like how he was with Diana. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I liked that conversation. I thought it was ballsy of Wrigley to even bring it up. He seems to walk on eggshells around Steven as far as yeah. like, wanting to like him and be his bestie. Yeah. So he even said anything. But he's definitely right. He walks on eggshells because he doesn't want Lucy to send him to prison. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, too. From what she knows, because obviously he didn't tell her the whole truth. Yeah. Like he wouldn't go to jail but I think because he knows what happened and how the car like all these points that you're bringing up about how the car is like set up for the crash if they found out that another person was in the car mm -hmm. they're gonna put two and two together the other thing I was thinking of is he's much taller than Macy but he did uh -huh. move feet up yeah so again, like nobody checked to see that she actually could drive the car. She was just the only one there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if like it got out that he was also in the car, I think Drew is going to like start remembering things a little bit differently. And maybe he can like corroborate a story that Steven was the one driving. Yeah. I also can't remember like did Drew see Macy or did he just know that that was her car and just assume that she was in the car by herself? I can't remember because they obviously he said when he was telling Rayleigh about it that Macy was I think he said Macy was in the car but I think he just maybe assumed it because she obviously died in a car accident and he knows where the accident was because he was the other car. Yeah. I don't know if he actually saw her or not. Yeah, I was wondering that because, like, the way the cars were swerving in the street, if he was, if he could have seen into the car, I feel like he could have seen both people. So I yeah. don't know if he actually saw what was happening or just, like, tried to get out of the way and didn't want to crash. Yeah. Um, and then do we want to talk about how Steven found out about the lie that Lucy told about being with him? that night yeah but first of all she got so defensive so fast I was like it's clear that you're lying yeah like I was like yeah you could have just said oh I was with Steven that night he wasn't at the party and like been calm about it and left it alone yeah she got so agitated so quickly I was yeah. like you don't know how to lie and the show is called tell me lies yeah she was like it's not possible I was with him and then Brie was like, why are you lying? Yeah. And then she, it's the first time we had sex. I would remember, like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, then, obviously, Diana is the one that told Steven. Yeah. Um, and then he couldn't tell Lucy that it was Diana that told him. <laughs> he was like, it doesn't matter how I found out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it will if Lucy finds out how you found out. Exactly. Um, but that brings us to the whole fucking party. Yeah. Uh, the little luau party. Yes, where Lucy felt like she was the most naked one there. Yes, because she was. She was. <laughs> um, but 
all of the, in my opinion, if there's something you want to talk about, then by all means, bring it up. But in my opinion, nothing at that party matters except for the very end. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, the end matters, but we have to get to how the end started or like how we got there to the end of the party. I don't care about any of that. We're not going to understand if we don't talk about it. <laughs> um. Okay, well then go ahead. <laughs> Uh, well, basically, um, Lucy and Steven end up split up because Lucy sees Pippa over there in the corner. <laughs> Your camera's so funny. I know. <laughs> so, okay, so Lucy sees that Pippa came in and, like, obviously Wrigley still doesn't want to talk to her because he thinks that she wrote the letter and all that. So Lucy, like, went over to talk to Pippa. And <laughs> because she was over there talking to Pippa, Steven walks away from, like, the little group of friends that they were with. And goes to smoke with um Evan and yeah, maybe. I feel like it was like Tim, like some side character or something. Yeah, there was someone else on the couch because after they were smoking in there, um, what's her face? What's her name? Diana. Yes, Diana. Nice little cute Diana walks into the room and goes and sits on the arm of the couch that Steven is on. And there's like a person in between them at the time. And I was like, okay, there's a person. I think it's that Tim. I think it was that Tim guy. I think so. The one we don't see that often. Yeah. But I was like, as soon as she opened the door, as soon as the door opened, I saw it was her. I was like, it's about to get real awkward. Yeah. (laughs) And then slowly but surely everyone else in the room just leaves and Steven is left in the room with Diana and Steven's dumb because he should have gotten up with Evan because Evan was the last one in there with the two of them and when Evan said he's gonna go leave he should have been like me too bro and left the fucking room because you came you know it's gonna be looking for you because she doesn't know that you went into the room yeah I was wondering if Lucy was going to find them, though, because she was walking around like, where's Steven? Where's Steven opening all these doors? I thought she was going to walk in on them, like, making out or something. Yes, that's what I expected. But yeah, no. Anyway, they were in there talking and Diana got into his head as I feel like that's really easy to do, like to get into Steven's head and make him change his opinion really fast. Yeah. But basically, she... um, kind of dogged Lucy and just said that she was a fun she's time. Like, I'm sure she's a sweet girl. Like, yeah. I'm sure she's nice. <laughs> Which, you know, she does not think that. She's saying yeah. that. But basically that she was um, willing to just wait around for the summer for Steven and just be around him instead of, like, actually doing something with her life. Also, the moment when they were talking, Lucy and Steven were talking about the summer and Steven's looking for an actual good job and Lucy's like no I'm not gonna get a job I was like girl that is not attractive to this man yeah no he didn't understand that that was not gonna be an attractive statement he's like what yeah are you gonna do? you're gonna get bored she's like I don't think I'm gonna get bored it's like yes you are yeah <laughs> like he's not gonna see you and you're gonna be bored and have nothing to do when your ass could have been in Japan yeah yeah she gave up her plan for a man who would actually think that that would be more attractive like following her ambition yeah but she's worried about him fucking diana while she's gone yeah or anybody else for that matter yeah (laughs) but anyway back to the party 
Um, so she got into his head and Diana got into Stephen's head and basically um, reminded him that he wants a woman with ambition and a woman that can help him rise to the top of his lawyering dreams. And she yeah. told him she could get him a job at her dad's firm or like an internship for the summer. And she basically told him to make a decision. And then the part that Shayla cannot <laughs> fathom. Yes, we see fucking Lucy at the bottom of the stairs. And not only do like just Steven and Diana come out of the room together or just come down the stairs together, they're fucking holding hands. And Walking they walk. Yes, and they walk right past Lucy. And of course, Diana is like, looking at her like hi got my man back bitch but steven does not even fucking look at her i was like the audacity i don't even know i would have caused a fucking scene if i was lucy like i would at that point i would have caused a scene and then i would have left the party yes i don't like lucy i don't like steven i don't like them together i think they're very toxic But like I said, the audacity, if my boyfriend came down the stairs holding hands with his ex-girlfriend and that's his way of breaking up with me, are you fucking kidding me? Like whatever drink was in my hand would have been in both of their faces. And I would have them and ran away. (laughs) Yes. And fucking Diana, I will say, I'm like, girl... The way Lucy came and made out with him in front of you and did that shit on purpose, I also would be staring at her like. Yeah, like I get Diana, but also yeah. she also knows how terrible of a person Steven is. Why do you want this man so much? Yeah, because she loves him. Gross. Yeah, so obviously there's only like, well, there's, I guess, two little tidbits because I forgot about it goes back to the wedding. But yeah. the next big fucking thing that happens before they go back to the wedding is fucking. Lucy and Evan. I knew it. Like, as soon as they were the last two people at the party, I was, like, the scene came up when she was, like, sitting there sulking at the top of the stairs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is the party over? Is everyone gone? And I was like, yep, there's Evan by himself. And then when she's like, uh, he's like, what can I do? And she's like, just get drunk with me. I was like, they're gonna fuck. I'm so disappointed. Uh, yeah yeah I, I wish he could have kept it in his pants and just, yeah I don't even understand I don't, I don't even I don't, I don't understand I don't understand how they got to her room and to the bed and like had sex like yeah why, why couldn't you just stay there where you were and pass out there or like why yeah. couldn't have just gone back to her dorm by herself yeah inside I don't understand how they got that far yeah, and I wonder if they're ever going to show that or we just, like, make it up in our minds. I also was thinking maybe they didn't have sex and they just got naked and passed out because they were so drunk. But they think they had sex because they woke up naked in her bed together. Yeah. Which, Evan, that man is f- fucking fine. <laughs> he is attractive. I, I understand why anyone wants to have sex with him. Like yeah. I can understand anyone wanting to be with Evan. Any other male in the show, I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Evan is like that that actor, whoever he is, he yeah, is a gorgeous man. And his ass, I was like, oh my gosh. His actual ass when he was laying there. Yes. 
and his thighs I was like this man is beautiful yeah I mean his backside was attractive yeah and so is his front side of his face obviously we have <laughs> but yeah. he's like a good looking man so as far as looks go do I blame Lucy no but I'm like you don't even like Evan like when Evan liked you you like showed no interest in him second of all he's dating your best friend and they like seem to be in love with each other yeah she just wanted to feel attractive and wanted and was just like he wants me and dove yeah well into her bed (laughs) and then I'm even more upset with fucking Evan I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where his head was. Like, you have this great girl who's obsessed with you, and she's gonna meet your family soon, and you're still like, let me have sex with Lucy. And he's always like, he, well, not always, but since he, him, and Brie have been dating, he's like, I'm kind of obsessed with her. Like, I love her, and like he said, he missed her and stuff. And Stephen was like, she's literally been gone like a few hours. Like, yeah, it seemed like he was really now into this relationship and he fucked it up yeah do you think that Bree knows because obviously we do the time jump to their wedding so they're getting married so do you think that she like ever found out I don't think so but I I also like try to so after we saw that scene of them ending up in the bed together I tried to see when we went back to the wedding if there was any like weird awkwardness between them and there wasn't at all well the only awkwardness was when Lucy stopped her and was like you know I'm happy for you right yeah that to me seemed awkward because like obviously you're her best friend why would she think you're not yeah. but I think that's her own subconscious like knowing that she slept with her about to be husband yeah, but I meant, like, there was no awkwardness between Lucy and Evan. Like, there wasn't even, like, a little, like, like, they seemed tense around each other. There was no weird, like, look. Like, they literally just seemed like they had never hooked up. Yeah, I mean, it was, I guess, years before. So, at that point, they shouldn't be awkward because you should just get over it and stop thinking about it. Yeah. But that's what made me wonder if Brie did know about it and they had all just like gotten over it and it was fine. Because I feel like if that was a secret they were keeping from her, there would be some weird like we shouldn't like talk to each other too much or anything. But I think them not talking to each other would be weird because they were all such close friends in college yeah got together and then they were being weird around each other afterwards I think that would be a red flag to her yeah so I don't don't know know. we'll have to see what happens um okay so then we jump back to the wedding it shows the same scene basically that we'd seen already yeah Um, which obviously we still don't know what happens with drew but they said the whole thing like you know it was his brother's birthday yesterday or something like that so clearly something's gonna happen with that at some point um which and i'm then tell us why they said that sentence like why mention it you mentioned it in the very first episode you mentioned it in the very last episode but we still don't know what actually happened to the kid where is he yeah. why i why guess really high <laughs> And like upset about his brother's birthday, like yeah, 
I the only thing you can think of is that he's dead somehow because yeah. why would you be upset that your brother's birthday just happened why would you need to be high to get through it yeah um and then he seems to be okay with Pippa at that point yeah um Wrigley does so clearly something happens along those lines <laughs> he's very uh, excited to see Pippa he's like Pippa yeah across the courtyard it's like calm down um so then we get to like the very last scene basically Uh of lucy and she turns around and sees steven which is where we left off at the wedding scene the first episode stupid long hair yes it looks dumb (laughs) so then he comes down and starts talking to her and they awkwardly hug or whatever and then he gets on the phone with somebody and he says, I can't believe it. I never thought I would be saying that word, Beyonce. Beyonce. And of course, of course, we assume it's Diana. Yeah. Because who the but fuck then, else would be? Yeah. But then he says, um, she was really hoping you were going to be here. Like, she's excited to see you. And I was like, I was like that's weird. excited to see her. Like, Diana, like, got yeah. over everything in college and fine now. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. I was like, I mean, obviously, four years has passed, and we've only seen, like, their freshman year, so maybe, yeah, obviously, something's happened, and her and Diana are okay, but then you could tell Lucy was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. so even though he was like, she's excited to see you, she was hoping you were here, Lucy was just kind of like, oh, okay, so yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, or maybe it's Diana being, like, bitchy, and being like, oh, she's hoping you're here, because she knows it's going to make Lucy uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but then who fucking shows up is fucking lucy's best friend from high school lydia i was floored i was like wait i know this bitch who is this bitch and i was was like how yeah first of all I didn't even understand in the beginning why Lucy and Steven even conversed at that party. I was like, yes, you dated, but like, what's the point of coming over and saying hi and how are you and like, yeah. catching up? Like, for what? He literally yeah. left you by walking out with his ex at a party. Like, why are we speaking? Yeah, and that's then- always like, there has to be more stuff that happened between Lucy and Steven over mm-hmm. the next four years. Because there's no way that the last time they like really saw each other was him walking down the stairs with fucking diana yeah and then he's on the phone talking about how his current fiance is excited to see her i was like why are y'all hanging out are y'all friends now like we all hang out in the same college friend group like what is this about yeah and then it's fucking lydia (laughs) yeah which i'm sorry if they hadn't done like the recap of the whole season at the beginning of this episode I wouldn't have known who that was. No, I remembered I knew her and that I'd seen her and I had to look up what her name was and I was like, oh yeah, that's what she looks like. Yeah, because she talks to her on the phone like because they, they're like, oh, we're going to hang out this summer or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but obviously her face wasn't shown during that phone conversation. Yeah. So if, yeah, for, for me, for real, if they hadn't done the recap at the beginning, like when lucy was leaving to go to college and they were hanging out or whatever um i wouldn't have put two and two together but that's who that was yeah that's why they had to do the recap because you don't see her she's not yeah. part of the story until just now yeah but i don't understand and 
like obviously Lucy is not happy about the two of them being engaged yeah so why is she not saying something and why would your best friend even go date the guy that she knows you were obsessed with your freshman year of college yeah like, how attractive you think he is or like if he came and hit on you at a party that y'all were all at like why are you even going there and I'm like- sure that <laughs> like obviously when they do get home for the summer I'm sure Lucy freaking tells her best friend like what Stephen did like how it I mean not the not the car accident maybe but like how he left her for Diana and stuff yeah like how do you get to be in this man's fiance yeah I don't make any sense it's not like he was just a random college hookup she was in love with him yeah (laughs) that's so weird yeah I'm sorry and then for her to be like so excited to see her and blah 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 I'm like I'm sorry if you ever dated one of my exes that like actually meant something to me yeah and then you guys got engaged getting married I'm like we would not be friends anymore and I've known you for over 20 years that's like Lucy being timid again like not wanting people to be mad at her like oh yeah it's fine if y'all date like I'm not into him anymore yeah engaged and she still has to pretend like she doesn't care yeah it's fucking crazy but I just like want to know how things like I think it's great that they're having a second season because there's a lot but I just and I just looked it up just to double check the book is it's only a single novel it's not like a series so how did they wrap all of this up in one novel or did the show like take that many creative licenses where it needs to be spread to at least two seasons of 10 episodes I feel like it's a little of both like they probably took storylines and expanded on them from the book and then like added some of their own liberties into it yeah yeah because I was like let me see if this is a series um but no because I'm like how do you get through like the freaking car accident um the stuff with Lucy's mom and dad uh like all these characters backstories plus um the wedding and then now we have to figure out how Steven went from Diana again to this Lydia girl like I feel like that that had to have been like a pretty thick book (laughs) to get all that in there right like I want to know how he went from Diana to meeting Lydia to dating Lydia to it's four years later and he's engaged to her yeah like how did this happen and where's Diana and all yeah yeah so where's Diana now I thought I had the same question I don't understand he probably walked out on Diana the same fucking way he walked out on Lucy because how you get him is how you lose him Mm -hmm. yep um uh well is there any thing else we haven't talked about that Lucy's technically dating bar owner man she woke up in bed with him the morning of the engagement party and then oh is that him yeah that's him oh I didn't realize that I thought that was a completely new different person no that's him because he was like trying you could tell that he kind of wanted to go and she was like oh it's just kind of going to be like a college friend reunion thing it's like yeah really reunion you hang out with him all the time yeah that's him that's that's Bart on her man she went back yes she went back to him 
after Steven left, I guess. Mm. Later, so they've got to be like in a relationship, but she yeah. still also is pining over Steven. It seems at least like she still seems like very wrapped up in whatever they used yeah. to have. So maybe she's not really into this relationship she's in. Yeah, that's why I didn't bring it up because I thought it was a different person. I thought it was just like a, a random new boyfriend. No, they're all still here except for Diana. <laughs> so far we don't know yeah um okay well yeah that'll be interesting to see how that storyline plays out too then but one thing I read because I looked up an article afterwards because I just had questions and wanted to see what other people were thinking but um they were talking about like theories of how Lydia and Steven got together and one theory was that Diana couldn't actually get him an internship at the firm and so he ended up taking the front desk job at Lydia's like golf course thing and that's how he oh that's true yeah that is a theory yeah because I mean Diana doesn't really know that she can get him an internship she's just like my daddy will do it because you're my boyfriend yeah what if he did yeah yeah what if he finds out that he fucked Lucy in his office and he's like I'm not giving that boy anything i want to know if there's cameras in that damn house Mm -hmm. that's what i was just thinking that house is so nice and you're not there all the time there's got to be some type of security and cameras yeah yeah he's probably Mm -hmm. like he probably knew that steven was staying there obviously i would hope so i'm sure diana told him that but uh, maybe he saw a video of him fucking some uh girl that wasn't his daughter yeah. And he just isn't going to say anything because Stephen and Diana were broken up. So he was like, I'm not even going to like bring it up. But now if Stephen tries to come back into the picture, he's going to be like, I know what yeah. you did. Or he could have found out about all the other failed internship like interviews that he had, like how he was being creepy with that one lady. Yeah. And he might have been like, we don't want him at our firm. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Well, I think... I don't know. I feel like the actor that's playing Steven is a good actor and he plays that character really well. But yeah. I also am like, I feel like he should be way hotter for like all these people to be obsessed with him. I've been thinking that this whole season. Like he's not an ugly man. Yeah. But to be like obsessed with him. Yeah. Like I was thinking like he would be like a Hemsworth or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, but also the actor that's playing him is doing such a good job I also can't see anybody else being Steven yeah like he does a very good job but also the whole that's that was what I've been thinking the whole season it's like when I say why is she so interested in him it's because I don't think he's that hot yeah <laughs> like he's not ugly but also why are you so obsessed with him and again I think it's the orgasms that's what I've, I've been saying too I was like he must have really good pain <laughs> also she looks like she's done really well for herself Mm -hmm. at the vacation party she came in looking all cute like she's got like a real big girl job and yeah and doing stuff like I was very surprised actually yeah like how she was freshman year didn't seem like she would get to that point yeah she seems like very sure of herself now yeah which I like because she was not sure at all maybe Charlie's gonna show up as her date maybe Maybe she's full-on dating women now. Maybe she's gotten to that side. Yeah. I did, like, you know, 
to stop faking orgasms with men because she actually yeah. likes women and just say it out loud. <laughs> um. Well, anything else? Uh, no. I feel like this show has so much. We could talk about it for a long time, but I think we covered everything. Yeah, like I think we talked about everything, but we could just keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we don't have time for that today. <laughs> no, this will be a ten-hour episode if we keep talking. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what are you? What's your chef's kiss rating? It's a five. Yeah, I. I don't know. I can't give it a perfect score, but I'll say four point nine. Like, <laughs> pretty, I mean, pretty damn close. There's so much drama, so much to to like look forward to every week. Yeah. Probably my favorite show that I've been watching like in the last few months yeah it was really good um okay and then what drink or snack are you gonna pair with it I'm gonna Uh, do hunch punch because they're in college (laughs) yes um I was also thinking uh red wine since Stephen liked to take girls on wine oh yeah um I don't know what food I feel like they didn't eat in this show (laughs) No, they really didn't, actually. <laughs> like, you would hear, like, oh, let's go, you know, grab a bite to eat, but then there's no yeah. food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, guys, I know we said we are going to talk about Dahmer, <laughs> but this has been a very long episode yes. um, of just the two episodes of our last two shows. So um, we're actually going to give you a bonus episode this week um so you don't have to wait till next week so bonus episode for the first two episodes of Dahmer will drop on Thursday of this week so um because I don't know when you're listening to this it may have already dropped by the time you listen to this but it'll be November 3rd we will drop a bonus episode yes um so and we'll do your homework again for the bonus episode but I'll go ahead and tell you your homework for next week for our regular episode drop um on November 8th is going to be two more episodes of Dahmer and two episodes of the new season of Love is Blind which I've heard people hate oh I'm, I'm very excited to see if it's bad but like people apparently don't like this season at all like they don't what what don't they like about it? Uh, just saying that it's gone on too long. Like they should have stopped at season one or two, and that you know, the couples are fake. They don't like the people. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out for ourselves. Maybe this will be our last Love Is Blind. Uh, talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's bad, then I'll probably still watch it, but we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I still need my trash reality dating. Here. Well, I mean, like our last season of discussing it, I'm sure we'll make it through the whole season for the show. Yes. Um. Okay. Well, tell the peeps what they should do. I gave them their homework. What's their their <sighs> other uh, extra credit? <laughs> yes, the extra credit is to rate, review, subscribe, share us, love us all that stuff yes um and that's it yes that is it it's a very (laughs) long episode for you yes we hope you enjoy you can get like three commutes out of it 
probably (laughs) (laughs) unless you have my job or my type of commute then you might get like a commute and a half out of it yeah I would be listening to it like all day (laughs) (laughs) um all right well we'll be back on Thursday and also next week yes double whammy Mm -hmm. Bye. bye